Whatever you give a mirror, the mirror will give you back exactly what you give to it. I almost died one day, but when I recovered, I started studying the cases of God's creations. And when I was done with my research, I would look in the mirror and ask myself two questions. How were the characters' actions different or similar to my own? And how were the results similar or different from my own? By keeping the record of the actions and results of my case and others, I could see what was lifting me up and tripping me up. I started documenting this process and it helped me set my own record straight. This process is a daily process that I refer to as daily bread. One day, I decided to go on Zoom and invite my brothers to share their process so we could hold each other accountable. Fast forward to today, I've opened the discussion to the public and together we will break this bread, eat this food for thought and share it with others. Welcome to season one of Peace Study, where we highlight the importance of self-management because that is and will always be the first business we tend to. Then we will cover how we manage our household and business. The quality of our business will only reflect how good we're able to manage the functions within ourselves. Yes, he or she that secures a good spouse has a good thing. Yes, he or she that are able to build a business with that spouse has a good thing, but that relationship with oneself and God is the main thing. For the companies that families legalize to go and serve the world are just an extension of that. I hope you can receive enough information from today's episode to make an informed decision to seek ye first the kingdom of God. I hope true peace and eternal prosperity greets you through the Christ made manifest in Yeshua ben Yosef, popularly known as Jesus. Welcome to Peace Study, a place where we learn how to be better managers of self, better managers of our relationships, and better managers of our business. Church. As we get into the topic for tonight, I have to highlight the series that this topic sits underneath, if you will. This series is the series on focus, finding real resolution, and seeking the kingdom of God. Now we know resolution is to break down the complex, the simpler part, so we can solve the issue without being overwhelmed. And for those who are just joining us, focus is actually an acronym. For foregoing the item circumstances using spirit, leaving the world behind, leaving the body behind, leaving the mind behind, using the spirit of God and being led by the spirit. When the mind tries to tell you to believe something that is going to leave you behind, when the body feel like not doing things that the body don't feel like doing, the spirit can bridle the tongue, can order the steps, and can allow you to actually be what you were born to be. And that's greatness on display. It is tonight that I have to make sure in keeping this focus and paying attention so attention can pay me that I highlight 
a specific aspect of that focus and what it takes to actually be focused enough to use the spirit. And this is what I call change the vision. Change the vision. I remember driving to a cubicle job, I hate it. And in the middle of my ride to work, I all of a sudden went into a daydream like trans. And in this trans, I saw an improved version of who I was at the time. I was surrounded by plants and antique furniture with high glass windows. I was producing some heavenly music. And as beautiful as the scene was, it ain't look good as me. <laughs> I snapped out of that daydream and the voice of God came to me and said, you could have been here a long time ago if you would have just obeyed me. Tears rolled down my eyes, down my cheeks, out of my eyes, and I picked up my phone to record some words that was in the bottom of my stomach. And I had to record what I was saying because I knew from that day forward, I was going to change the vision. I was going to change the vision I was experiencing to the vision that God gave me on that ride. I wasn't just shedding these tears because I wished to be in the serene and the peace and the tranquility of that daydream scene. I was shedding tears because I knew I had to go back to that rough place of discipline. I knew that discipline road was painful and sometimes lonely, really oftentimes lonely. All I could think about was the times when I achieved something great in life. I did not achieve anything without pain. Nothing came without struggle. And this time around, I was about to tackle something bigger than any person I hit on the football field. This time around, I was faced with solving something more complex than any problem I may have ever faced in corporate America or ever faced in law school on any final exam. This time, I had to learn how to live. The first step I took to finally live right was changing what I viewed. And in return, my view on life did the same. Change the vision. Change the vision. So what did I change? The first change of view I changed was my environment. I left them clubs, dark alleys, social spots, and corners. I cut my scene down to four places. My job, the gym, the park, and the church. Now, of course, I went out to go get groceries or buy some clothes from losing weight at the gym, but that was it. The second change of view I revised was them porn videos. And when I say porn, I don't just mean the kind that other people made, but more important than that, I had to delete my own library of sex flicks that I recorded myself. Yeah, I tried to recover them from the trash when I got weak, but they were long gone. My big brother John Black showed me how to block all the sites that would tilt me on my phone too, so if I just so happened to get weak for the websites, my phone would block me. The last change of view I revised was what I looked at for entertainment. I watched way more lectures, sermons, and teachings on spiritual, mental, financial, and physical wealth. 
I also started reading and analyzing the principles from the Bible and started applying the principles in my daily walk, which became the core of what peace study is today. The things that was around me didn't instantly change after I made these changes. And I became frustrated many a days. And I would ask myself like, God, what do I do when I have a vision that you gave me in this life, but that vision don't match what I'm seeing? How do I move, God, when you gave me a vision and it seemed like everything in the world is happening for everybody in the world except for me? In the case of Habakkuk, he wanted the same thing. Habakkuk had a conversation with God and voiced his concerns about how the vision God gave him was not matching the views of death and poverty and injustice that he was witnessing. Oh Lord, how long must I cry? How long must I cry out for the help? But you don't listen. Why do you force me to witness injustice? How is the wicked women and those of us trying to do right suffering? God told Habakkuk, I am empowering this wicked nation. They are a ruthless and greedy nation. They make other slaves and pick them up like sand. They will take property that is not theirs and they will fill themselves with greed. After God told Habakkuk how the wicked was going to be a tool of judgment against the people, Habakkuk in all confusion replied, but, but, but God, <laughs> you making them be judgment against us, but you are too just and too good to tolerate this now. Why would you put them on, Lord? You done made us like fish in the sea, like animals in the sea. They ain't got no ruler. They out here thugging pulling all us up in their fishnet and enjoying the feast. How can you be silent to this kind of treatment, God? God told Habakkuk, don't stress it. Write the vision I gave you and make it plain so all who see it can read it with ease and bear witness to how I'm about to show up and show out. Even if the vision is not fulfilled right away, wait patiently for it and it will come to pass at an appointed time, but I can assure you, it will not arrive late. Habakkuk revised what he said before. After God gave him that assurance, he celebrated in prayer and song, for it was done and the battle was won. Though it was chaos all around, Habakkuk was focused now because he left the circumstances and used the spirit of God. This case is one that allowed me to reflect on what I was waiting on, too. Lord, where my breakthrough at? So far in life, I changed my vision, but I needed to make revisions, and I needed to write it down to make it plain. So, this is what I did. I wrote everything. I wrote everything I would desire to do with my time. I wrote what I wanted to contribute to the world and I erased all those old things that did not align with my purpose. This provision allowed me to actually receive that purpose from God. That path was the schools where generations of children are groomed for tomorrow. I watched a sermon by Miles Monroe and he said kingdom builders are not trying to secure the next election like a politician. They are here to secure the next generation. 
This aligned with me to my core. While I was at work, I was studying to certify as a teacher. When I clocked out, I would go to Starbucks and I would study until it closed. I wrote everything down that I desired to do with my time. And I continued on that path. I continued every day, every night. And the vision I wrote plain became reality. The children I taught had the highest literacy growth than any other group in the entire county my first year teaching. New car, new studio space, new environment. Since I changed what I was viewing, God gave me a vision that would align me with the foundation to receive everything else I was pursuing before I walked into that classroom full of children. Education is the foundation and that's how I heal. And this is also how I'm here. This is Peace Study. On the next episode of Peace Study, we will be covering how to learn to live. But just remember, 86% of millionaires are married. The people that control everything in this world are families. And even though many spiritual wickedness is existing in high places and casting damnation on everyone else, the wealth of the wicked is stored up for the righteous. The skill that we earn in our labor shall have us in front of kings, but we cannot be thirsty for the king's shiny things. For if we are, we might as well hold a knife to our own throat. We must stay focused. Changing the vision is essential to doing such. Church, ism. <laughs>